0: Okay, this is uh, Untitled Beatles All Star Beatle batting order starting lineup 2022. <laughs> Three, two, one. Untitled Beatles podcast. <laughs> Take me out to the centerfold photo shoot. Take me out to
1: I swear to god I was I was trying to play center field. Put me in cold. I'm ready to play today.
0: Look at me. I can be field.
1: <laughs> We gotta start this over. I was trying to play center fi- No, I- what did I
0: <laughs> You played centerfold, which is Good for center field I <laughs> are <laughs> you trying to do that Talking Talkin baseball, baseball.
1: <laughs> With Willie and the Duke Talking baseball
0: The man and Bobby Feller The scooter The barber and the nuke They knew them all From Boston to Dubuque Especially Willie
1: Mickey and the Duke
0: Yeah <laughs> Welcome to the Untitled Beatles
1: Podcast. I'm Tony Mendoza. And I'm Mel Allen. This is as we look into highlights from the 1977 All-Star Game. Let's bring it all home as Major League Baseball presents This Week in Baseball. (laughs) Remember during a rain delay that's... It was
0: great. I oh, loved you? that. Yeah. I loved whenever there was a rain delay and they played old sports highlights. I thought that was the best thing. Yeah. yeah man. It's
1: kind of <laughs> cool. It was a great idea.
0: It was a great idea. Did you watch the baseball bunch growing up with uh, Johnny Bench and Tommy Lasorda? And the I didn't. San Diego Chicken and all that? No. Oh, it was a great little syndicated show. It came on like Saturday mornings. It was basically like a cleaned up version of the, the Bad News Bears. Yeah.
1: And this is the
0: baseball bunch. Little leaguers would have these moments, like, "Oh, the ball went through my legs." And Johnny Cash, Johnny,
1: Johnny, Cashford, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Cash would walk the line.
0: <laughs> he walk the line and offer them some speed pills. No, <laughs> some greenies, or what did they call? What did they call them in baseball? I think they called them greenies in baseball. I think. Uh, if you read that book, that Jim Butin, Ball Four book, he tells you all about the underworld of the baseball. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Johnny Bench would come out and give you, you know, fundamentals and all that stuff It was a great little show, I loved it, I loved it I think they would sometimes play like, play of the week, you know, things like that It was a great little show
1: Okay, no, I I didn't see that Excuse me while I wipe
0: down my my PR40, TJ
1: Excuse (laughs) me while I wipe this out. out I'm glad that phenomenon went away you're a surf rock guy You probably love yeah. Wipeout Wipeout's driven me crazy Since like 86
0: Yeah Wipeout oh, What is Wipeout? Wipeout is the uh, The overplayed song You know That's not the surf music I listen to When I'm talking about surf music I want to hear Dick Dale Take it Even like the The Ventures They were not a surf group But uh, I like that kind of stuff And then, like, Man or Astro Man later on. And uh, remember we used to cover, like, uh, when we did shows together, we did, like, a surf version of the Godfather theme.
1: Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah.
0: That was based on, um, I want to say, oh, what were they called? The Devil's... Motherfucker that, I, I, I swiped that off of uh, One of those like 90s surf bands Okay um, say, The Satan's Helpers No that was Pee Wee Herman's
1: <laughs> Biker gig <laughs> Did anybody tell you that this is the private club of the Satan's Helpers? Nobody hit me to that dude It's off limits Oh Well My mistake <laughs> Correction.
0: I believe Tony was going for 90s surf rock band Satan's Pilgrims. <laughs> Well, TJ, we are going to talk about this interesting concept that uh, our producer, KC, came up with that we ended up calling the Beatles All Star batting order. But before we get to that, just some light housekeeping, just a little dust, just a little dusting here. Thank you all for listening.
1: I, close my eyes <laughs> I like
0: only that song.
1: For a <laughs> Did the organ just get a lot louder? We're not <laughs> no. up to
0: it. You need a checkup, man. <laughs> you need a checkup. <laughs> I want to be at the centerfold shoot. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. If you have not done it yet, feel free to write us a nice, a kind review on apple music or spotify or wherever they do the reviews you know and uh, that helps us out and uh, we appreciate it and we love you and keep listening and uh you know what i wanted to share this you know yeah. we have our, our a lot of our listeners we meet up on that discord uh discord.com it's kind of like a little tree house a little clubhouse that Untitled Beatles, Goofballs. We all kind of hang out there, and we razz each other. We talk about covers. We talk about bootlegs, and uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of resin. <laughs> a lot of and a lot of resin here at the uh, <laughs> on the mound. And I think the rosin bag just exploded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Vaseline. And sandpaper. Remember when Joe Necro got caught doctoring the ball? It was summer of 87, I want to say. Okay. And he did this thing. He had, like, sandpaper in his back pocket, and he was scratching the ball up. And the ump kind of caught him. Ump goes up to the mound and's like, search your pockets. And he starts searching his pocket out. And while he's, like, doing his back pocket, he throws his arms out, and a little thing of sandpaper goes flying out of his hand. And they oh, found it. Shit. They're like, what's that? <laughs> And he got, like, suspended or whatever. Bill Negro has been kicked out of the game, and they say that he doctored the baseball with something in his pocket. Uh, Anyway, we're over on Discord, and you can chat with us. And, uh, yeah, but one of the people who started this Discord community is uh, our faithful listener, Star. And uh, she's a young lady out there, uh, big Beetle fan, big John fan, and she likes to do this thing where she uh, collects bootlegs.
1: Big Julian fan, Tony.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's very jealous that you got to see Julian
1: back in, what, 99 you saw him? 85. Oh, fuck. You saw him in 85? Yeah, we saw him on the Volat tour. My father took me. It was at the uh, amphitheater downtown in Chicago. Long gone. Wow, man. And, uh, yeah, and I I don't remember much about the show. The ticket my mom saved is in a photo album somewhere, but he did Stand By Me in Day Tripper. And I remember at the time, like, complaining to my dad, I'm like, you know, those aren't his songs. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm like that's like, I say I love the show but I was very harsh I'm like you know he shouldn't be doing day trip right of respect for his dad don't don't do it like 11 year old me <laughs> being a dick we have all these rules
0: yeah we're uh-huh. gonna have some rules coming up with our uh, all star batting order uh, but star she does this thing called stars search where she finds a bootleg and uh, well, let's do it let's do it it's time for stars search. Where can I hear Beatles' bootlegs? Stars.
1: What does your husband think about bootlegging?
0: Part of the people. <laughs> well, as we all know, Star's favorite Beatle is John, but today she informed me that she was really stoked to find this demo of a very young George Harrison composing his first Beatles song, Don't Bother Me. Yeah, it's really cool because it just goes on It's like about a five minute clip And it's him finding a song It's like he just kept the tape going And uh, it's really interesting Let's take a little listen And so apparently he has a cold. If I recall, that was like the inspiration for this song. He had a cold and was yeah. like, eh, don't bother me. So you hear him coughing and stuff in this. And I find it really curious that, and maybe it's because he's got a cold, but instead of singing the melody line, he's whistling it and have a really high pitched whistle. I was impressed. I'm not a good whistler. My whistling range is like, <whistles> and that's about it. Can you whistle? Anyone can whistle. That's what
1: they say. Uh, I can't, but a little George thing we've talked on the show a few times about George playing guitar on the Belinda Carlisle song. Yeah. Um, Leave a Light On. George does the whistling at the beginning of Billy Joel's The Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really funny, bad whistling moment. So it'll, it's like a jazzy, like. <laughs> And you say that's George, huh? Yeah, that, that was George Harrison uh, With Belinda Carlisle <laughs> Oh that... <laughs> Don't tell uh, Don't tell Olivia Yeah
0: <laughs> Well, thank you once again Star, for all your digging We we like it here, and uh, it's just fun to listen To kind of these uh, obscure Beetle bootlegs on Star's Search Star! Black, black,
1: black, black.
0: Black, black, black. Cue the.: lines. Okay, TJ, let's do this. This is a funny idea. We're calling it the, the
1: Beatles All-Star batting order. in honor, in honor of the, the All-Star game, right? Which has been over for a week or two by the time <laughs> this makes it to air, perhaps.
0: Yeah. Oh, and by the way, congratulations to the National League American League <laughs> for their
1: win. And congratulations to this year's All-Star Game MVP, Gene Carlos Stanton. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Yes. So uh, I'll just use Casey's words because this, this is kind of a hard concept to explain succinctly. Yeah. Uh, producer Casey says, dumb half-baked episode idea. Let's change that. Smart, fully baked episode idea. <laughs> And was inspired by Tony's uploaded folder of Beatles in mono. All the tracks are dumped in one folder, not separated by albums, and each file leads off with a track number. Example, 01 back in the USSR. So if you sort the folder, you get all the track ones, followed by all the track twos, etc., etc. So so maybe something like an all-time Beatles all-star starting lineup where you put together a 14-track mixtape where each track has to appear in the same position as it was on the original UK Canon albums. Does that make sense? So we're taking, yeah, like the track one from an album, the track two from another album, track three from a different album, and trying to make like a nice, like your strongest mix.
1: Yeah, the the strongest mix. (laughs) <laughs> we're like an all-star
0: mix you know what you consider to be you know an all-star an all-star set of beatles songs in honor of the beatles and their love of baseball shea stadium candlestick park yeah comiskey, comiskey, park. comiskey. <laughs> yeah. they played
1: uh cleveland stadium right i think so yeah yeah, yeah. the astrodome the <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey. Budokan, where the Cubs played the Mets in an exhibition series in 69. Um, I once woke up, I think in 2004, maybe, to watch. It might have been Cubs-Mets in Japan to open the season at like 3 or 4 in the morning. I recall setting my alarm to watch that on Channel 9 as like a 26-year-old. Major League Baseball opening up its season outside of North America for the first time ever. Cubs and Mets. At the Tokyo Dome, it's opening day in Japan, or technically opening night. So let me ask you a question. Much like an all-star game, do all albums have to be represented? Like in the all-star game, every team's got to have one representative, which is i it's not the case in basketball. It is the case in baseball.
0: Yeah, I did not do it that way. Did you do it that way? Did you include one from each record? Uh, no, and I think a record or two got a few. Yeah, that's OK. I'm, yeah. Same with me. We okay. were we were trying not to be too rules heavy on this. But, yeah, that would be a good challenge, actually, if we were to revisit this again. You have to pick one from each record. Yeah. Yeah. That would be hard.
1: Well, then I sent you a uh, slack that may or may not have been influenced by a weekend afternoon with an edible (laughs) on the deck being like, What about a DH? What about a starting (laughs) rotation? And you were like, Hey, man, what do you want to do? And I was like, It's all good. (laughs) It's all we don't need it.
0: I thought for this, we will go, uh, like by team meaning, uh, Oh yeah, we should give ourselves team names. This is very on the spot. So I'll be one team, you be another team. And maybe we can have you all decide who's mix one in this, uh, all-star Beatles batting order lineup showdown home run Derby.
1: Great. (laughs) I've got my name. Do you have yours? I'll take, yeah. Yeah. What's your name? We're the meat free mashers.
0: <laughs> ah. That is great Because we that love p monday
1: And we watch a fuckload of mash <laughs>
0: Alright And I'll be the no autographs Nothing will be signed after the 20th of October
1: <laughs> Oh amazing <laughs> Okay is your uh, is your mascot Peace and Love? Like a conjoined yeah. mascot? Peace and Love. Peace and Love.
0: Yeah, I've got the two mascots, Peace and Love, but no middle more fingers. No more autographs. No more autographs is what we're called. No more autographs. No more fan mail. Thank you, thank you. And no objects to be signed. Nothing. We love you.
1: Paul to Paul's great credit. Paul defended him in some interview. Concurrent with that Paul was like Ringo can say what he wants And he's right Like Paul really stepped up To defend Ringo When the reporter Asked Paul about that That was a A beautiful moment to me Yeah Cause it was crazy <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway Peace and love Peace and love Well it's all
0: cause He got tired of seeing His stuff on Ebay Or whatever Like yeah I'll sign that thing And then They don't You know the people He's <laughs> signing it for Don't give a shit They just see like dollars They see Ringo This amazing yeah. human As just like a dollar sign With drumsticks Sticking out of it You know
1: and I, I get it, but again, the phrase "I'm warning you with peace and love" is outrageous. <laughs> it Just really outrageous. is.
0: It really is. I'm warning you with peace
1: and love, but I have too much to do. I love you, Ringo, but it's out. It's absolutely insane.
0: <laughs> well, who should go first? Which team? Which team is? Uh, Let's
1: NFL it a bit. We'll do a like a coin flip. Coin flip. But because your home field, you get to decide. So you call heads or tails? I don't have a coin on me at the moment. I don't moment. have a fucking coin either. Who do you want to go first? It's your idea. I have
0: an edible. Like we flip an edible. But.
1: <laughs> These flipping edibles.
0: I do. Oh, here I have a guitar pick. I have a guitar pick, and one side has a a logo, and one side does not. Okay. So we'll call the we'll call logo side heads, and the blank side tails. Great. You you call it. All right. So I'm here. I'm flipping this guitar pick. Uh, Tails. Tails is the call. Let's go down to the field. It is Tails. I am Tails. TJ, I'm going to have you go first. I want to hear (laughs) yours.
1: Charge. All right. So I've got 14 songs here and my list isn't totally finalized. So I'm going to go off the cuff. Cause I got, there were a oh, few. like
0: a manager. You're like a true manager. You got some pitch hitters and some, yeah. Yeah.
1: I got, uh, I, I'm the Tony Larusa of this exercise, <laughs> which means I'm drunk and probably should have not unretired. Um, batting lead off is I looked at Sergeant pepper. But I wasn't going to go into it with little help with little of my friends. And Sergeant Pepper on its own felt a little barren. So I thought, yeah. what's the way to open this? And it's with a hard day's night. Your leadoff hitter oh. doesn't just get on base. He or she hits a grand slam. Oh. To start the game off. It's been a- well, you can't hit a grand slam
0: as the let first let batter. Well,
1: what you don't know is the kids who threw the first pitch. All stayed on the field. <laughs> he threw through four balls in this. I meant to say a home run. He hit a home run, not a grand slam. <laughs> the bases uh, are empty. It's been a hard night, and I've been working like
0: a dog. The leadoff batter is traditionally an individual with a high on base percentage, plate discipline, bat control, good speed, and the ability to steal bases. Does that sound like hard days night to you?
1: Yeah, uh, Hard Day's Night is the Ricky Henderson of Beatles songs. (laughs) Yeah, man. Is that fair?
0: It's the Rod Carew. It's the Wade Boggs of Beatles songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's also the Pete Rose of baseball songs. Uh
1: Uh-oh.
0: Who's in your two-hole? The second batter is usually a contact hitter, TJ, with the ability to bunt or sacrifice a base runner. Which you won't do in this case, because you hit a home run, apparently. Right, base
1: are empty right now, right? Uh, yeah. What, who do you have in the two-hole? I have something from the Abbey Road album. I feel like you go right from the Beatles' most energetic opener, George's best song, and I feel like to have George, it, it shows the importance of having George Harrison in the Beatles being second at bat.
0: Something.
1: Me like
0: no other lover. I like that. That's cool, man. All right, well, what's uh? <laughs> this is very baseball, but also we're thinking of like a mixtape too. So energetic, hard days, nights, something. What's in? What you got next?
1: Uh, explain to me what the third batter in the lineup does.
0: Well, the third batter in the three hole is generally the best all around hitter in the room, often hitting for a high batting average, but not necessarily very fast. Third place hitters are best known for keeping the inning alive. Did Babe Ruth bat third or clean up? Yeah. Uh, Babe Ruth, Ted Williams, Hank Aaron, yeah. Willie Mays, Tony Gwynn, George Brett. Yeah, man.
1: Some of the best hitters of all time, and yet I'm going to give you a song right now that isn't on Beatles 1. It is on the Red Album, of course, but especially in America, one could argue it's their most important song. And it's tricky to think of it as Babe Ruthian, but from an important standpoint, it is. And that's All My Loving from With the Beatles.
0: Oh, nice.
1: All my loving.
0: So young, old, young, meaning early,
1: yeah. late, early. And John, George, Paul. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I to you. Well, who's batting cleanup? What song is batting cleanup now, man? A cleanup hitter's role is very important. Cleanup hitters are usually mashers, and we yeah. are the meat-free mashers. So talk about what a, <laughs> <laughs> what a what a hitter in the four hole does. <laughs>
0: I hope you strike out, man. Fuck your (laughs) mash. I eat meat. I'm in the fucking no more
1: autographs. We eat meat. (laughs) You guys eat meat while we sleep. You guys are the Mets. We're the Cubs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's your
0: number four? Yeah. What's your cleanup? What's your power song?
1: In honor of Great White Sock I'm pretty sure he was a Philly for longer uh, Greg the Bull Luzinski Yeah, Greg Luzinski 83, Winning Ugly Uh-huh, the Four Hole I got Motherfucking Hey Bulldog Yes Yeah, which uh, has been a favorite of mine forever Again Oh, hey, wait a minute It's a piano rock song it's also Yeah,
0: but organ. it's baseball. You have to do the organ You have to do the organ
1: <laughs> Charge Check us out! (laughs) Major seven. (laughs) Cue the lines. How come you don't hear major seven chords at ballparks anymore? Yeah, I got hatebolled on, which to me. Now, that would be Tony in baseball parlance. He would hit a grand slam if all three of my previous batters were on base. It is difficult for the batter in the one hole to hit a grand slam. So there you go.
0: I like it. I like that a lot. Uh, fifth and sixth batters and sometimes seventh batters have traditionally been RBI hitters with the main goal of driving runners home, especially with sacrifice flies. But modern sabermetric baseball theories posit that even the fifth and sixth batters should have high on base percentages.
1: Moneyball.
0: <laughs> sabermetric.
1: <laughs> Moneyball's never work. The A's have not won a World Series. Have they even been to a yeah, they've been to one American. In the uh, 70s, ALCS? man. I mean, since the Moneyball era in the Billy oh, Bean, oh. like Early two right. thousands on air, like what the fuck have they won?
0: They need to grow those mustaches
1: back, man. It's what they, it's what they, it's what they need. <laughs> Mustache ball. I've got batting fifth here, there, and everywhere from Revolver. That will nice. not be the last Revolver song we hear. Number six is, I think, my favorite song from the Help album. You're gonna lose that girl. Yeah. And number seven is my favorite Beatles song of all time, which is Please Please Me.
0: Oh that's yeah though that's a good those are some heavy hitting songs. You got a good middle there.
1: Mill the order stacked.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. Wait till the no more autographs come up to bat. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna show you a thing or two.
1: Um batting eighth and ninth. What do you tell, talk me about hitters later in the lineup. Uh yeah, I'll tell you
0: about that. Well, it's seventh and eighth batters are often not as powerful as earlier batters. They probably have a lower batting average. Typically a catcher, second baseman, or a shortstop plays in 7 and 8. And then 9 is usually reserved for the pitcher. Although they just changed that, right? Isn't there no more pitchers batting? Uh,
1: The National League is fully DH, I think, for two years now. The designated hitter, or DH, is a player who bats in place of the pitcher. The pitcher still handles his regular duties when his team is on defense. So the designated hitter does not play in the field. Yeah. Not into that. It's weird.
0: Not into that. I liked seeing the pitcher bat. When I was a kid, I thought the DH was badass and all that. But now I, as I get older, I'm like, oh, I liked it when the pitcher could bat. There were some pitchers that could hit. Babe Ruth, obviously. Oh, yeah. Drysdale. Drysdale hit 29 homers in his career. Bob Gibson, Carlos Umbrano hit 24 homers in his career. Kerry Wood
1: hit a home run in the NLCS in a game they lost. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. Greg Maddox could hit for a little yeah, power. I mean, you for know. a little bit, wild yeah. thing.
0: Also, uh, sloppy Thurston for real. <laughs> Although he was more of a triples hitter, he had ten triples. Schoolboy Rowe and Dizzy Trout are some other <laughs> pitchers that could
1: hit. <laughs> <laughs> Dizzy Trout, my favorite Ringo cover of "Dizzy Miss Lizzie" part of his Seafood Trilogy. <laughs> Well, who do you got? (laughs) Who do you
0: got for eight and nine?
1: Uh, batting eighth and ninth, I am. uh, I'm using the DH. Eight and nine, I have Strawberry Fields and Penny Lane. Oh. Nice,
0: yeah. I have. Nice. To. I I like that you didn't separate them. I like that you didn't do that. Yeah, man.
1: Well, that's the order in the Magical Mystery Tour, so it yeah. made perfect sense. Yeah. And. And the single. And, and this, well, even though it's, it's a double A, double I guess a <laughs> you're yeah, right. You're it, right is, you're it is right. strawberry. Field. It's like 51 strawberry fields, 49 penny lane. Is that fair. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I <laughs> agree. <laughs> um, yeah. I've, 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 got those batting eighth and ninth and you know, I looked at it a little bit like an all-star game. Yeah. When you can have mashers batting low in the lineup because everybody can hit or do something yeah.
0: productive. I like that. I like that. Now uh 10th through 14th hitters. Tend to add uh, a bit of entertainment to the show Famous uh, 10th and 11th (laughs) through 14 hitters include The Philly Fanatic, The Swinging Friar By the way, I met The Swinging Friar at a key party recently And
1: it was a good time R Y E R or F-R-I-A-R? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a San Diego
1: Padres
0: mascot, oh, the Swinging okay. Friar. Yeah, oh, I yeah. had no idea. And Fred Bird, which is the Wait, Cardinals isn't the mascot. Chicken?
1: Hold on a 2nd What Isn't the San Diego mascot the chicken?
0: The San Diego, you're right. You can have more than one mascot, it turns out, because remember Ribby and Rhubarb for the White Sox? Right.
1: <laughs> and the Bulls have Dob Bull and Benny the Bull. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think the Cubs have something called Clark these days, a little cub.
1: Yeah, Clark's like a creepy teddy bear.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) They should have made a mascot out of that hellish uh, statue of Harry Carey coming from hell. (laughs) That's at Wrigley Field with the the, the demon faces in the fire underneath him, holding a fucking Budweiser.
1: It's it's like the Jordan statue, (laughs) but it's a Harry Carey holding a bud.
0: Yeah, man uh that so that's a that's a joke obviously i don't know maybe in cricket do you have i don't know i caught a cricket match in nottingham years ago and i love that they broke for tea like the game stopped and they all sat down and had tea i thought that was the funniest thing so what do you got in your beetle batting order 10 11 yeah what's the rest of it
1: Okay, so just to recap where we're at, we have a hard day's night, something, uh, uh something. I was at something new. I <laughs> get the whole something new album in number two, <laughs> predominantly any time at all. One hard day's night, two something, three all my loving, four hey bulldog, five here, there, and everywhere, six you're going to lose that girl, seven please, please please me, eight strawberry fields, nine penny lane, ten is don't let me down. Nice. I like that you're getting into the later material. Like yeah. It, there's a there's
0: a flow there. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh,
1: although eleven, every little thing. Oh, you go
0: back. Interesting. Yeah. You got every little thing in your eleven. That's interesting. Yeah.
1: Twelve is get back. Sweet. Okay. Thirteen has got to get you into my life. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah, man. Ah.
0: And fourteen is a day in the life. Even though a day in the life's a thirteen,
1: right? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I was looking at the final. All right, here's a tie. Okay, then. In- Fuck!
0: <laughs> I think day in the life is disqualified. I think. Oh. I've had enough. To you're out. Of here. What do you mean? Yeah, the ump just said Joe Necro over here trying to get away.
1: With some- <laughs> no, dude, check it out. I've got a contingency plan because my adjustment <laughs> list is off. Going back, 12 is get back <laughs> All right Number 13 is a day in the life Okay And number 14 is tomorrow never knows
0: Wow, so you're, you're kicking out you, you kicked out, gotta get you into Well, I guess, you, yeah, yeah, day in the life, in it, the life it, Sure Yeah
1: Are you sure about the track order on Pepper? I'm a vinyl head, so I can't tell you yeah, I, I'm pretty I sure, trust man. You. I'm, you know. Oh, well, yeah. No, we're here. Let's count it.
0: I've got one, two,
1: three, four, five, six, seven. 11, 12, 13. Okay. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, you're, of course, you're right. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm used to my bad. On the eight track, she's leaving home as part one, and then she's leaving home as part two. So I. Uh, <laughs> I forgot you're doing this
0: 8-track only fast.
1: All by 8-track. <laughs> <All by eight laughs> Sorry about that. God, my, my research for this episode was six weeks. Well, that is a good line. I say that is
0: an all-star lineup, man. That yeah. is an all-star lineup. I think I'm going to give you a run for the money, though. I might. I don't know. We'll see. But that is a good lineup. Kudos to your uh,
1: your 14 tracks there. Your team can't hit a grand slam at the first batter.
0: No, I don't think it will. I've got a little system. I'm I'm the manager of the uh, No More Autographs. No more fan mail. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I've spent some time trying to load the bases and then, you know, get some runs here. Okay. So (laughs) not get the runs, get some runs, please. People, keep it clean. People, people. (laughs) All right. Batting first for the No More Autographs. I think it's like a double at least It won't be long Bam, bam Yeah, I think it's a double off the Green Monster We're playing in Boston. Boston <laughs> oh,
1: Perfect, wait a minute It won't be long as track four Oh, I was thinking meet the Beatles.
0: (laughs) Exactly. No, we had to go UK. Yeah. I I was like, oh, I got a feeling you're going to pull some Bill tricks with your, you're going to bring in like track seven
1: from the Portuguese pressing of UK rarities. (laughs) Penny Lane with the extended trumpet intro is number 12.
0: Yeah, so he could beat the tag out
1: right, Exactly
0: <laughs> uh, So I'm starting, yeah, leadoff hitter It won't be long, that's like my Paul Molitor That's my uh, ooh, Rock Reigns Remember when Tim Reigns was calling himself yeah, Rock Reigns? Yeah, <laughs> sure <laughs> uh, in, in the two hole Kind of a Ryan Sandberg uh, Up to bat with The Night Before
1: Treat me like it
0: given it to Paul for the night before because managers have a tendency to put a left-handed hitter in the second spot because of the gap in the infield. If there's a runner on first,
1: I'm forgetting where Rhino was batting in, I think in 89, Uh, he had 40 home runs. Rhino had a 40 home run season.
0: It might've been 87. Uh, Remember when everyone was hitting homers in 87. Well,
1: That's when Andre Dawson hit like 40-some, 47 home runs and got MVP. And the Cubs, I think, finished last place or second (laughs) to last place in 87. (laughs) Sounds about right. But there was a year in the, I think the year the Cubs went to the playoffs, 89, I think Sandberg had a 40 home run season.
0: (laughs) Close. It was 1990. Batting third is uh, what I think is a very strong song from John, Across the Universe. This Uh would be the uh, Phil Spector version.
1: Yeah, not the birds version. The birds and the tweeting. I can't read this writing, you know. What is that tweeting bird out there? God, oh, God's sake. Birds, birds. This birds, Goddamn it,
0: out there. Right. No. Filled didn't like birds. <laughs> so uh, we get the slowed down version with all the, the singers on it and all that stuff. Uh, so I, I feel like I got the bases loaded here, man. And uh, this just in between innings. A major trade happened. I was able to get in for batting forth. Hey, Bulldog. <laughs>
1: Whoa. <laughs> I think I just hit a grand slam, man. <laughs> this ball is crushed. What oh, happens? We have the same player.
0: That's what just happened. I we made a there was a trade that happened in between your list and my list. Who
1: did I get?
0: Uh, you got, um, <laughs>
1: I, uh, I don't, I, I don't want, I need you.
0: Uh, You got getting better. I trade you for getting better and good morning. I gave you good morning, too. uh, Good morning's in the minors right now.
1: I'll I'll take the trade. I wouldn't mind a future pick and cash (laughs) and a player to be a song to be named later. (laughs) Uh,
0: Batting fifth, I would say this is kind of my uh, my Keith Moreland. My Dwight Evans, my Ben Zobrist, who Ooh. won the World Series for the Cubs. Yes, he did. <laughs> Lady Madonna.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Lady Madonna. I like a nice, strong sixth hitter, too, and that's why uh, I wanted to close my album side out as well with uh, I Want You, She's So Heavy, batting sixth, man.
1: Mm. My sixth hitter is You're gonna lose that girl. Interesting battle.
0: Yeah, that is an interesting battle. Yeah. I think you've got more of a Tom Pachorik song.
1: <laughs> I don't want a guy they called Wimpy. <laughs> oh, did they call him Wimpy? Was that Was his wasn't nickname? Wasn't nickname Wimpy? Is that what Hawk <laughs> called him? Hey there, Wimperoo. Tell me if this hurts. (laughs) I can see that. There's the
0: whipperoom. Tom Pachorik used to do ads for the White Sox that were hilarious. There was one where he like obviously was not there for a fireworks show, but pretended to look at the fireworks show. They used to have a Comiskey and he's going like, oh, wow. Oh, cool. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like he was in the Beach Boys. (laughs) It was like that.
1: (laughs) Tom Pachorik is White Sox Mike Love.
0: No question. Very much winning ugly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> got a
1: big, ugly club and a head full of hair.
0: Yeah, I would say I want you, She So Heavy, is more of a Jody Davis pick.
1: Hey, a lot of home <laughs> runs for a catcher back then.
0: For real. Yeah. Uh, all right. In my seventh, I've got uh, Michelle, a lighter song. Not going to hit as much power, but it's still a nice, strong song, I think. Okay. Number eight, one of my favorites. I just love him. Happiness is a warm gun. Mm. It's a sparky kind of a... Sometimes you can have a sparky hitter batting eight, you know, give you a little energy at the end, you know, like Jason Hayward.
1: Mm, Yeah. Sometimes you have a Sparky Anderson manager and you're managing like a a Sparky Anderson. (laughs) Sometimes. How can you not take Strawberry? I'm stunned. When I picked Strawberry Fields at eight, I was like, that's Tony's too. I know. I I debated it. I was thinking about this. I was
0: looking actually at the album order of this mixtape. I know we're we're leaning heavy into the baseball here, but I was looking at the mix and Michelle into Strawberry Fields didn't work as well as Michelle into Happiness is a Warm Gun for me. Like the, the guitar You know how Happiness is a warm uh-huh. gun Opens with that The finger picking Yeah the, the Yeah To me that's a That's a The segue works You know She's not A girl Batting ninth Not Not the strongest Not the strongest uh, You know you got The pitcher's got a bat And uh, that's why I put It's only love in there A secret favorite of mine
1: I get high When I see My oh my. I had for sure my parentheses say you were going to do Sleep Ditch. <laughs> that's, oh, right, because that's on Past Masters. Yeah, yeah.
0: Sleep <laughs> Dick is, yeah, that's like, yeah, that's the the schoolboy row of uh, the Dizzy Trout. Sleep <laughs> Dick's the sloppy Thurston, let's be honest.
1: <laughs> the, the Dizzy Trout is the Mike Trout of Sleep Dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sleep <C'lip> Dick. <laughs> What kind Tra- of world, let's, okay, quick, quick, quick baseball talk. Sure. What kind of world do we live in where two people grew up enjoying baseball, like, have you seen Otani, I've seen him, like, on highlights, have you ever watched an Angels game with two of the best players in baseball? I've not.
0: Never. No, no. No, and it's getting well. It's getting harder and harder to just watch sports. When yeah. we were growing up, it was just on free television. Now you have to spend like fourteen bucks on each team you want to see, and I, I don't do that. You know what I mean? So, I, I you know what I do? What I've been doing lately is I go to minor league games, and that's uh, fun. I love that. I'll I'll go down to Gary. I'll go up to Wisconsin and check out the uh, the bratwursts and up there in uh, Appleton, I think. Is it Appleton? Appleton I think. Foxes Anyways.
1: is that the minor league team up there? Well, they used to be
0: – one of those teams used to be like some snake, some like Wisconsin snake timber rattlers. Yes. And then I think they changed to the, the Bratwursts. And in L.A., I went up to see something in like uh, way up in, up north in the – up in Frank Zappa country up there. They were like the – where the aviation and all that is. And then I went to San Bernardino too. And anyway, I like minor league ball. It's cheaper. It's fun. They have all that stuff between innings. That's just so fun. You know, like – People getting dizzy with the bat and trying to race
1: each other. And it's a Tommy Rose song, right? Dizzy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dizzy. I'm so dizzy. My head is spinning. You should check out a Chicago Dogs game. We went there on the 2nd of July. We got to. I, I took Carrie Harrison there. We uh, had so much fun. Let's do a trip out there. I would love to. Yeah. Cheap. It's fun. Yeah, man. The only problem is they got a ketchup mascot. That's bad Chicago planning. You can't have a Chicago dogs team with a ketchup mascot. doesn't work. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. Nobody. I mean, nobody puts ketchup on a hot dog.
0: What the hell are you talking about? All right. All right. Rounding out my batting order slash mixtape here at the 2022 Beatles All-Star Batting Order lineup. Batting 10th, I've got four No One.
1: Batting 11th, In My Life. That was on my runner-up list to every little
0: thing. Yeah, that's why I was surprised you went with every little thing because I was like, I got it in my life, man. That is a you know that's going to be a clutch song. Yeah. At the I've end I've been there. listening
1: to a lot of the Wilco album Summer Teeth. It's just a great summer album for me, and that song E L T Every Little Thing has got me thinking of the Beatles version a lot, and that's kind of oh, why wow. I went with it. I just got I've got every little thing on the brain.
0: That's funny. See, I always hear that song and I think of E L P. And then I'm stuck in a room listening to 30 minutes of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer song (laughs) that I don't know the name of it. How about Carnival 9? Well, batting 12th for the No More Autographs is, in fact, our mascot, the Old Brown Shoe. Here he comes, Old Brown Shoe. Look at him go. And my first appearance of a George song. Oh, okay. I had to get George in there. Yeah. I had to get George in there. And I love Old Brown Shoe. That's one of my favorites of his. That's
1: interesting. I had something in the two-hole because I respect George Harrison. (laughs) No, nah, I take the Jeff
0: Emmerich position that he uh, was not a very good guitar <laughs> right. player and uh, it was a waste of my time. He wasn't a prolific guitarist and he, he had, had, had trouble. Batting 13th is uh, from Abbey Road. She came in through the bathroom window. And then, uh, oh yeah, also another, this is a new acquisition because uh, I believe we traded, we traded this one to you, but then we got it back. <laughs> Something went wrong with the contract. Closing it out with Tomorrow Never Knows, which I think is one of the best uh, album closers by the Beatles. I know, Day in Life, but that's their team. (laughs) So who won? Who won the Beatles All-Star Batting Order? Line up 2022. Please uh, feel free to comment to us. Uh, we have a Facebook. We have a Discord. Get in on the game, and maybe maybe there'll be some kind of uh, decision made by the time we record another one of these.
1: Can't let this baseball episode go by without dropping some of the um Lee Elia Rant, which I know we just oh. we've been talking about 1982. I'm pretty sure that this yeah. was in the eighty two season, the uh, former Cubs manager who was caught was on. it eighty two? Was it? I always thought it was eighty.
0: I thought uh, it was nineteen eighty, but let's, you know. Yeah. When did it doesn't matter? It was in the eighties. Oh here, let's do, let's Lee Elia Rant. Yeah. Uh, uh Really? 1983? It looks like it says maybe April 29th, 1983 83, okay Thank you for listening And uh, as we're both from Chicago Let's give a shout out to our favorite Cubs manager of all time Lee Elia What do you got to say, Lee? I'll tell you one fucking thing I hope we get fucking hotter than shit Just to stuff it up them 3,000 fucking people That show up every fucking day because if they're the real Chicago fucking fans They can kiss my fucking ass Right downtown and print it Well thank you for listening to the Untitled Beatles Podcast I'm Tony Mendoza I'm TJ
1: Shannon playing songs from Damn Yankees
0: Nancy Faust over here I met
1: Nancy Faust which was awesome
0: She's awesome man Yeah she's cool and she was in the band Faust too. A lot of people don't know that she's the the reason. She, anyway, she changed into Feist.
1: She's saying one, two, three, four. Can I have a little more? Is that, Fa- Is that
0: Feist? I think so. I don't know. I, I was more into Faust. You're more into Feist. One,
1: two, three, four. Can I have a little? Falken Feist was a lot of steal from Sir Paul. One, two.
0: Three, four, tell me that you love me more Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, I love you Oh, teenage hunk. Uh Thank you to our producer Casey Baker, our umpire today and I've had enough, you're out of it. what do you mean? Uh, if, you like it, if you like us, subscribe to us, give us a nice review uh, Find us on Discord, we're out there, we love you And we also, as Chicagoans, we love... Our, both our baseball teams, the Chicago Cubs and the Chicago White Sox, I don't love and White uh, Sox. I, uh, I do. Try. Let's hear it. <laughs> Go, Kabinski. Winning ugly. Craig Luzinski.
1: Uh. <laughs> I like Ron Kittle. The first team I loved was the '83 White Kittle. Sox, and my father was like, "No, no, 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 no." Winning ugly. That's the story of the 1983 Chicago White Sox. Brought to you by Budweiser, the king of beers and proud sponsor of the U.S.
0: Olympic team. For all you do, this Bud's for you. Untitled Beatles Podcast. Like and subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) We'll never agree about Cubs and Sox, but we do agree that our favorite Cubs manager of all time is Lee Elia. And here he is. What you got to say, Lee? What the fuck am I supposed to do? Go out there and let my fucking players get destroyed every day and be quiet about it? For the fucking nickel dime
1: people to show up, the motherfuckers don't even work. That's why they're out at the fucking game. They only go out and get a fucking job and find out what it's like to go out and earn a fucking living. 85%
0: of the fucking world's working. The other 15 come out here.